Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. That Baby. was amazing. <laughs> Hi, Why Though listeners, this is Destiny coming at you from editing this very podcast. I wanted to let you know that we are aware of the sound discrepancies between Lizzie and I, and I did my best to fix them. We recorded this episode very far in advance because Lizzie is on a well-deserved vacation right now, so I just wanted to let you know that we will be back next week with a pod that will have chef's kiss worthy sounds. So thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you think. Who is the bad guy in this situation? We hope you have a good one. Thanks so much. Hello. Hello, Lizzie Acker. How are you, Destiny Johnson? I'm well, thank you so much. Um, I'm here with the Lizzie Acker of the Oregonian. Uh, Lizzie, why don't don't you tell the people what you do? Well, I'm a reporter and an advice columnist for the Oregonian, Oregon Live, and I have an advice column called Why Though, which comes out every Tuesday, and uh, I just like to give advice. She's pretty darn good at it. Um, I am a social media uh, producer. Mm-hmm. I've been called content creator. I've been called lots of stuff. That's why I'm always like, oh. Don't call me late for that. <laughs> so, yeah, literally. Um, and uh, I'm Destiny Johnson, and I'm helping her turn this podcast, or turn her advice column, rather, into a podcast. And you're listening to it right now. Today is a very special episode because we are going to be taking a situation from the internet Mm-hmm. And giving uh, Lizzie's going to give some advice about it. I'm also going to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. I like these. We pull these from the Reddit form. Am I the asshole? Where people go to the internet and ask, "Am I the?" We call it bad guy. <laughs> Am I the bad guy for doing X Y Z? I like these because these people they exist somewhere, but not here. Right. So it's not like um, the level of personal that when someone actually sends me a letter, um, which I, you know, once I learned the hard way, like the, these are real people that are sending me letters and they're listeners, viewers, mm-hmm. readers. Um, and I, one time somebody, I don't even remember, I can't, I can't tell you the context completely, but someone had sent me a letter. I wrote an answer. The person actually liked my answer, but then I had tweeted about the question and then someone in the response, in the tweets had responded like divorce this man or something like that and I liked that tweet thought nothing of it and this person emailed me and was like that really hurt my feelings <gasps> oh no and that was a really good lesson for me because I was like this is a real person um and I unliked that tweet I was like thank you for the feedback I didn't hadn't really thought about it you know it was just sometimes like some you just like a response to your tweet mm-hmm. and I was like I should think about that yeah. Someone else. There's there's people out here who are, um, you know, viewing this, and this is their life. Good so, for them for um, saying, "Hey, that kind of that was kind of a bummer." I really respected that. Yeah. Um, well, we don't know these people. So they probably don't know, don't know us. Right. So. That's not, uh, <laughs> uh, am I the bad guy? Is that we don't know these people, mm-hmm. so we can fully pass judgment. Um, and uh, they're probably never going to hear it. Yeah, but I think this is a good one. It has to do with children, which you have mm, I do. a child, yep. um, mm-hmm. and medication, which I'm heavily medicated. <laughs> so, so for both physical and both mental ailments. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to read it to you, and um, you're going to do the advising, if that's okay. And I haven't heard this one. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm she like said, keep it to yourself. Yeah. And I said, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're going to do it live. Okay. Mm-hmm. Am I the bad guy mm-hmm. for calling my sister-in-law a medication queen mm-hmm. and ultimately slamming her parenting? 
here we go. This is three hours ago today. Oh my, gosh. my sister-in-law is very much the, if there's meds to help, take all of them type. This ranges from over-the-counter to narcotics. Um, the type who tries to give you prescribed tramadol if you say you have high anxiety that day and gets offended if you say no, because she would never give you something that would hurt you. I just want to say tramadol is not for anxiety. That's pain management. It's also not a narcotic. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't so, even know what it is. But so it's just <laughs> it's essentially the same amount of pain management as taking a lot of ibuprofen. Okay. Um, I know that because I was recently put on it after I was out of the hospital last year. Um, anyway, I've gotten into it with her so many times because she thinks I'm ignorant for refusing to take medication if I don't need to. So needless to say, she had her kid heavily medicated since she was five, she's now 12, for her ADHD. And if her kid so much as exhibits a single sign of energy, she's calling the doctor up uh, to up the dose because it's, quote, not working anymore. Now, since our son started school, he's been off the walls and getting in trouble for not sitting still and disrupting class. The school pushed for an evaluation, and we agreed to it, no issue. But where it was so close to the end of the school year, they kept pushing it out. The evaluation was never completed. We just pushed it out of our heads because at this point, it's summer, and we made the decision to have him evaluated a month or two prior to returning to school. So next year, he'll be able to um, be all set up with no issues. But it's summer. Um, our kids have been hanging out with our sister-in-law's kids a lot since the yard is conjoined. You live next oh, to your wow. sister-in-law. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That's a good detail. It's like, okay, this is not just a regular sister-in-law. This mm. is a next door mm-hmm. sister-in-law. Yeah, so they're interacting a lot. Okay. Sister-in-law has mentioned to me several times that I need to get my son medicated because, quote, he's too much of a handful, unquote, and he, quote, needs help, unquote. Most of these comments are made following my son screaming through the yards while the kids are playing tag or he'll randomly stop what he's doing and start dancing. He does stim a lot, so he squawks and he randomly starts singing made-up songs, but he's in no way being over the top or disruptive for a midsummer afternoon, and it no way affects my sister-in-law other than that. He's just playing. Well, sister-in-law came here yesterday and said she needed to express some, quote, tough love, end quote, and basically flew off about how we weren't helping our kid because we refused to medicate him and help him regulate his emotions. I simply got up from the table and said, we're done here. You can leave. She kept pushing. And she wasn't listening to my husband, who kept telling her to mind her business. So I said, quote, just because you're a medication queen who would rather see her kid doped up rather than handle her does not mean that we are those parents. Leave. My mother-in-law called and said I was being something very rude that I cannot say for bashing my sister-in-law for, quote, doing right by her kid and is trying her best, end quote. So mother-in-law's mad. Sister-in-law's mad. Is she the bad guy? (laughs) <laughs> I think wow. this is a little complicated. This is a little complicated because, I mean, I I think that um, I understand why the mom here is like, mind your own business. Just, it is your choice to decide how you take care of your own kid. Mm-hmm. And um, especially, like, the question of medicating kids with ADHD is a really complicated one. Yeah. And I think is not one that really is anybody else's choice except no. parents and doctors and you know care providers of that kid um I think you probably shouldn't have said that <laughs> yeah I think what what what's it called when everybody sucks is everybody sucks here yeah everybody sucks here E-S-H e- everybody sucks here yeah I think it's E-S-H-Esh if you will mm-hmm. I'm cool um <laughs> so I have ADHD I'm okay. medicated for ADHD mm-hmm. I was not medicated as a child for ADHD right. And I mean, I've talked to my mom about this, my mom who listens. So hi, mom. Mm-hmm. Shout, out. <laughs> Shout out. Um, I wish I would have been medicated as a kid. Okay. I think I would have, I would have experienced far less, like the way that the medication for my ADHD mm-hmm. changed my life. Mm-hmm. The first day I took it, I wept Wow. because I couldn't believe how quiet my mind had become. Wow. 
um, I didn't realize how hard I had been trying to combat Mm -hmm. all of those things in my head. And so I think I would have, I was a really successful kid in school, but I think Mm -hmm. I just would have had a better time. Um, it is a little difficult to, um, find ADHD in AFAB people. Mm-hmm. It's assigned female birth, if you don't know, um, for some gender inclusive language here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Lizzie knows, but know. to the listeners. <laughs> Look, I know. Um, I know Lizzie knows. I know, um, course, but I know. <laughs> um, because a lot of the traits in ADHD uh, AFAB people are praised. As mm-hmm. opposed to, you, you, when you hear ADHD, I know everybody thinks of, like, the eight-year-old boy with the Kool-Aid stained mouth who, like, won't stop talking. I think you're thinking of the, um, there was an SNL skit, the, the guy who was... Uh, Stewie? Oh, no, Is that his name? He was, that was Matt uh, TV. Hyper-hypo. Oh. Hyperactive and hypoglycemic. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm also diabetic. Are you calling me out? <laughs> Hyperhypo kid. This is old. It's very sure. probably NPC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Myers, I believe. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I can see why the mom of the medicated child would advocate for her kid to be medicated. Totally. I could see why... The mom of the unmedicated... I mean, the mom of the unmedicated kid... She's not saying she's not going to medicate her kid. Right. That's I the think thing. that's saying, the point. We haven't evaluated the kid yet. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, what is the kid's behavior that's making your life so difficult? It's not. It's not. It doesn't seem like it is. You know, like, uh, TBH, kids are annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think... Um, I... I understand where that mom is coming from. Like kids can be loud and mm-hmm. obnoxious and um, medication isn't always the solution. And I don't think she's definitely not saying that she's not going to medicate her kid. Right. She's not going to take her sister-in-law's medical advice on that. She's right. going to talk to her doctor. Which I think is really valid because mm-hmm. there are ways to deal with neurodivergence. If this kid is even neurodivergent, mm-hmm. That aren't medication. Right. Um, and if that's the way that you choose to go and that's what's best for your kid, nobody should have the authority to tell you that it's not. Right. right? I mean, your doctors aside, basically, like nobody mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. should look at you and judge you for the way that you are choosing to parent your kid. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm not a mom, but mm-hmm. I could see where this mom with the unmedicated kid mm-hmm. might feel like you're judging my kid kid like yeah like what is the matter with you that you're looking at this kid expressing any sort yes kids are annoying don't get me wrong but like if you can't stuff that annoyance down for something Mm -hmm. that is age appropriate that isn't destructive Mm -hmm. that is outside in an appropriate area Mm -hmm. I think there's something the matter with you right well I think actually this is an issue between the two adults right nothing to do with the kids because clearly the um mom of the unmedicated kid does feel judgmental about the amount of drugs yes, that her too. sister-in-law is mm-hmm. taking. And um, that is also none of her business. Mm-hmm. As much as I'm like, sure, I can I can see where you're coming from. You know, it's sometimes people are like offering, you shouldn't offer people drugs, actually. Yeah. For your prescription's for you. That's for yeah. you. Um, and that, I think, you know, like, that's totally a totally reasonable feeling. But mm-hmm. I do think that there this is really an adults, an, an issue between the two adults and that the kids are just like, let the kids live. Yeah. I, um, I brought up the thing about the tramadol just because mm-hmm. it seems like in this person's judgment that they maybe don't 
mm-hmm. fully understand. I mean, I agree. Keep your prescriptions to yourself. They're yeah. for you. You should not be distributing right. them even to your loved ones. No. You never know what somebody's allergic to. You should leave that kind of stuff to right. doctors. Yeah. Um, it's just a terrible precedent to set. Yeah. You don't want like your kids to right see that to think it's okay. Think part of the issue that we have with. Um, opioids in our country right now is that people were prescribed a lot of things Mm -hmm. and um when I was a kid there was definitely this like well if it's look if a doctor prescribed it it's got to be okay and that's just like not true if the doctor prescribed it we're going to say that we in this case we trust that doctor it was okay for you but that doesn't mean it's okay for right yeah Billy Joe or whatever absolutely um but I, I I just brought that up because um maybe I don't this person may be very anti-medicine from their seeming lack of right. understanding, um, which is also okay. Like if you don't want to take an Excedrin when your head hurts, that's your business. Right. <laughs> you know, like then don't, that's okay. Right. I think, I just think everybody be, sucks here, dude. Right. I think people can be judgmental in both ways. It's yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it's up. You get to choose for your body what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm a pretty middle of the road person and the, you know, like I'm going to take an excedrin if my head hurts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take, I'm going to take medication if it's going to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. I, I don't love to take lots of medication right. because you know, I don't know, you know, medications do have consequences, mm-hmm. you know, side effects. You've heard about them on the TV. Um, but like they also save lives. So, you know, I love shout out to Western medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's your choice and it's about yeah. you and your family. It's, you don't get to make those choices for other people. And, um, yeah, like there's a, there's a real thing with women. when you said et cetera, it made me think of this, like all natural giving birth thing, which is um, oh, like, you're not like you're going to get an award for it. Right. And I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it, it, if you want to have a baby yeah. without any sort of pain, um, medication mm-hmm. like go for it it doesn't make you a better person neither of these things make you a better person no. deciding like the mom who's medicating her kid that doesn't make her a better person right. the mom who's not medicating her kid that doesn't make her a better person mm-hmm. in some sense the mother-in-law is right this mother is doing the best she can for her kid with the information she has she's trying her best so is the other mother mm-hmm. so like you know we can all judge away here on the Why Though podcast and amongst friends, mm-hmm. but um, keep it in those circles. I think yeah. like, I don't agree with everyone's parenting choices, right? Um, but I'm not parenting those kids, right? You know, I'm parenting my kid, and that's the parenting choices that actually matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I have type one diabetes. I think I've mentioned before. <laughs> I try not to make it my personality. I don't think you do. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> um, but I also live with some other chronic illnesses. I take about 10 medications every day. So I take them in, in the morning, and mm-hmm. then I have a couple I do also take at night. Mm-hmm. That's not including the insulin that I need to keep me alive. Um, so I'm a person who is very medicated. Right. Um, that being said, if somebody asked me, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you could stop taking all those medications, or or the, sometimes people like to be like, oh, if you change your diet, you can blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm going to do with my body what I think is appropriate. Right. I want you to have the freedom to do with your body what you think is appropriate. Right. Um, and if that is leaning fully into non-Western medicine, Eastern medicine, you know, like a homeopathic situation... <laughs> 
If it works for uh, you, it works for you. Yes, I want you to have the freedom because I want to have the freedom right. to do with my body what I want. Yeah. Here's where I get into a little bit of a problem. Okay. Um, not a doctor, neither of us are doctors. Yeah, this is, this is, this is not advice. doctor advice. Um, if you want to text us about it, though, if you yeah. are a doctor, um, feel free to text advice or you're wrong to 503-751-8731 and then just subscribe and then yeah. you text me. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I think that's a good one. I think people have a lot of uh, thoughts about this, but yeah. like when misinformation starts to oh, get yeah. spread, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, um, sometimes in conjunction with homeopathic remedies, some misinformation gets spread mm-hmm. as does misinformation from medications, right? Totally. Sometimes people will ignore, um, serious side effects or mm-hmm. say that things have side effects when they don't, you know, like mm-hmm. it's both, it's in both realms. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about like opioids. We can just, right. about that. like clearly yes. we have a problem. Now there's an epidemic in the country. Yes. Yeah. That was overprescribed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was not, it was, turns out it is addictive. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I think the other thing that is really hard to remember and also very important is that all of us, each of us only lives in our body. We've only mm-hmm. had our experience. So like I've only had my experience. I have not had your experience. Yeah. So like you're saying this medication quieted my mind. It changed my life. It made me, that's not an experience I've had. Right. So how the hell am I, could I judge you mm-hmm. for something that exists only in your body and not mine? And I think it must be so difficult given that idea, which I think mm-hmm. is true, to, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, it must be hard to medicate your children because yeah. their language and their experience is so limited because they're just mm-hmm. kids. Right. And so them trying to relay that to you, uh, an experience that you may not have had right. can be really difficult. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think that by all accounts, minus the judgment of her sister-in-law, this poster sounds like they're really trying to make sure they're doing what's right for their kids so their kid can be as successful as possible. And likewise, sister-in-law is doing the same. I think y'all just need to stay out of each other's business and maybe move down the block. Like right. what? You live too close. You live too close. Like that's in le- that's, that's real close. Mm-hmm. That's really close. Um, yeah. even under the best of circumstances, you're going to get in fights. Mm-hmm. If I live that close to my brother, love him. <laughs> Like the cops would be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By like our children, probably be like, why are you yelling at each other like that? <laughs> this is inappropriate. Um, I love my brother, and I could also, I could yell at him in a way that I could never talk to another living yes, person. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Sometimes when you love somebody, it's just like you want to strangle them, like in The Simpsons. You know, like right. how uh, Homer like strangles Bart and it's yeah. like LOL but whoa, also oh my god yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I mean yeah there's something I guess this is also a sister sister-in-law situation which I think is already a fraught situation right because um you know like typically you meet each other when you're already adults, adults you're already formed yeah, fully formed people there's, there's a lot going on there you know and living right next door to each other seems <sighs> really hard also love my sister-in-laws I've got two of them one on each side if you will and um love them mm-hmm Love their kids. Yeah, but being neighbors. Living next door would be hard. I was really trying. Like three blocks away, you know? Right. What I mean? Like close enough we could walk. Yeah, that'd be cool. And like hang out and see each other. But also, like, um, space. How they raise their kids is just not my business. Mm hmm. I also, you know, like, one of them is married to my brother, for example. Mm-hmm. How my brother raises his kids is not my business. Right. Like, I 
can certainly have opinions about it, on it because I'm a human. Mm-hmm. But like, um, those are his choices, and in you know, unless like there was like abuse going on, I was gonna say be, like that's different. If there was like like abuse, yeah, that's ultimately totally different. Both these kids are safe, and exactly. by all accounts, right. so from what you can understand. And so we'll just say, for the right. purpose of this, that's the information we have. Yeah, safe. these kids are safe. They're they happy. have a roof over their head. They're fed. They're outdoors. They're playing right. with other kids. They're doing mm-hmm. what they're supposed to be doing. Like, if one of them is medicated and that helps them to be their best mm-hmm. self, and one of them isn't, like that's okay. And even if the unmedicated kid continues to be unmedicated and displays some behaviors that you don't like so long as they're not hurting anybody else right. if they're just irritating like some people are just irritating right. to you to deal with it. Right. right and like I mean part of the thing is that we need to be in my opinion you know more open to the fact that people are all different mm-hmm. and like some people don't fit into our idea of exactly how people should be all the time right. every second like do they need to change or do we need to change? Mm-hmm. You know, like a kid, a kid can, you know, be wild. Yeah. Ultimately, like you guys, I hope that your kids don't know that you're having this conversation yeah. about them, mm-hmm. that you're going at each other like this, judging each other's parenting styles because she's judging OP, the writer. Mm-hmm. Your sister-in-law is judging you just as much as you're judging her. Oh, yeah. You know, and luckily... For all of us. Those Mm. kids are going to grow up and they're going to judge the hell out of their parents. Yeah, right. No matter what, you're going to mess up. Yeah. That's just like a guaranteed, a a guaranteed. Do you know anyone in your entire life that you've ever met who's been like, my parents were flawless? Mm, No. (laughs) I know that Nona, my child, will be the first, but (laughs) I actually for sure know that. No, no, I've messed up. I messed up like 17 times yesterday. You know, so, like, it's in, it's impossible to get it right. We're all doing our best, and I think as long as you love your kids, mm-hmm. you're feeding your kids, mm-hmm. letting your kids go to school when they're old enough, you know, like, yeah. you know, these basic things, um, and really, like, loving your kids and trying your best. Right. That's what is important. And they're going to appreciate that yeah. and see that and understand that, and it's going to make them better people. Um, but I think everybody here needs a little more patience with other people. Like, yeah. sister-in-law needs more patience for a literal child. Honestly, that is why. Yeah. That is out of... Don't get me wrong. Like, I think she is She's more out of pocket, of pocket yeah. um, but it devolved into everybody being out of pocket, unfortunately. Right. So it's like, it was a fight. It's a fight. You're in a fight. And yeah. that happens when you live next door to each other and have conjoined yards. Oh, God. Oh Just God. be nice to each other and be nice to your kids. It really shouldn't be that difficult. Anybody, anybody... If you had a conjoined yard with them at some point, you'd be like, get away from me. Yeah. Go inside your house. I'm going to my house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I don't think this happens with regular neighbors because it's like, I see them. Hi. Yeah. You know, but like, um, what? Yeah. No, no, no. If you hear that, we are in, um, the Oregonians offices in downtown Portland. So it's a city and sometimes there's city stuff that goes on I see a police officer Portland police we're reporting um, live reporting live you're gonna hear this like a month January. and a half from now but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so anyway. uh, we agree everybody sucks here I think here. we agree everybody sucks here yeah. I, I think like everybody sucks here and everybody doesn't suck here you know like this seems to me like they, of course this is gonna happen mm-hmm. um, give each other some space yeah stop 
thinking that you have any say in what anyone else does with their kids because you don't. It's like, why do you think you're more right? That's what's wild to me. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I think as parents, we just all need to accept that we're wrong. And that's okay. We're doing the best we can with the information we have, just like our parents were, just Mm -hmm. like their parents were. I don't think, you know, we go back and we can be like, oh my God, my grandparents were literally taking implements and hitting their children to keep them in life. Nightmare. Right. Abuse. Of course. Terrible. But I don't think my grandparents were inherently evil people. Right. They were working with the information they had. Mm-hmm. And they, that's what happened to them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a completely different world. I'm not excusing that because I think it's abuse. But I am saying, like, people are doing the best they can. And we right now do not know which of those things is going to be the thing. Right. Like, Maybe a non-medicated kid grows up and is like, takes medication for the first time, is like, changed my life, amazing. Maybe mm-hmm. a medicated kid grows up, stops taking medication, changes her life, and is like, right. why did my mom medicate me like yeah. this? I didn't need it. You, what? You're doing the best you can right yeah. now with the information you have. And either way, your kids are going to be okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was okay living as a child that was unmedicated. Mm-hmm. I knew no other way, and mm-hmm. I was fed and happy mm-hmm. and engaged with and my mom loved me and you know what I mean like I was fine (laughs) it's only in retrospect that I was like oh maybe I'd have a little less anxiety you know what I mean like your kids are going to be okay whatever you choose to do whatever is best for them and trust that you're going to make the best choice with the information that you have and don't be a jerk to your sisters-in-law and you can keep reevaluating. I mean that's part of it yeah the the best choice the thing that was good this week and maybe isn't the thing yeah. that's the next week and like that's a good point. don't just like get stuck you made one choice at one point that's it you know just like keep keep being curious mm-hmm. and flexible flexible yeah. and taking in the new information you know don't get stuck in your position because you felt like you had to defend it I think I think that's really good advice because I think people do get bullish sometimes when they really think they're right and it doesn't, it no longer becomes about the well-being of the issue, but it becomes about your rightness. I think that's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you give advice for a living. Oh my gosh. It's like I'm a professional at this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So everybody sucks here, but you know who doesn't suck here? Me and Lizzie. Yeah, we are right actually. And if you want more of Lizzie or Mm -hmm. more of me, you can go to organlive.com slash why though. That's where all of Lizzie's future columns that come out every Tuesday and the old columns live. Um, you can also find all of the podcast episodes there. Um, you can email Lizzie. You can find her on social media. All that stuff is in the description of the podcast below. And also you can text her like for real. She will just, text you. Yeah. Just text me at advice. We'll text the word advice. An interesting perspective. I do try. I love it when it comes in handy, (laughs) um, being an ill person. (laughs) All right, y'all. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.